Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, gifts for gardeners, poinsettia plants, uh, your live tree, your wreaths, all that stuff you need to know when it comes to the organic aspect of the gardening world. He is the go-to guy. Ladies and gentlemen, he knows the gardening Santa personally. He's Doug Oster. Give us a call, 866-391-1020. And, you know, you just know when to step aside because this is something significant. It's his show, and these are very dear friends of his. I know them, but Randy and Doug go way back. So as we get ready to give away that gift certificate from Sorgles, it's the holidays, it's significant, and does the name Ben Franklin ring a bell? Ladies and gentlemen, here he is with a special announcement as we give away our first gift certificate of the hour, and it is special, the host of the Organic Gardener, DougOster.com, Mr. Doug Oster on the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Doug? Good morning, Rob. Yes, the very special gift certificate, $100 uh, from everybody at Sorgles and Every holiday season, uh, Randy gives away the $100 gift certificate. So give him the number, Rob, and we'll give him that uh, Benjamin Franklin. All right. By the way, I haven't seen a Benjamin Franklin in a while, so if you want to let, <laughs> let me take a sneak peek, that would be nice. Anyway, that number is 412-922-1020, 412-922-1020. You know, Doug, on a serious note, you know, this uh, stimulus story about people, and I've been harping on it since I got on the air this morning, in my opinion, we just deserve more for the American people. And I'm blessed, you're blessed, but there are a lot of people who are struggling and they need more than that $600. But that'll be decided another day. But I want to begin with something that's near and dear to your heart. And I've chimed in on it many times because of you and how much you've taught me about the community food bank. So let's talk food. Let's talk the food bank and people in need now more than ever. And not just during the holidays. Keep it going through the first part of the new year as well. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, uh, you know, I've done a lot of work with the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank and my local uh, North Hills Community Outreach, and it just feels good to help. And, yeah, we think about it a lot during the holidays, but if you can keep it going, especially as a gardener, I'm always uh, encouraging people to plant a row for the hungry, to donate their extra produce during the season. Uh, but this time of the year, if, if you're able to, please try and try and help if you can. Uh, you know, speaking of Sorgles, I was at Sorgles last week to interview manager Randy Potter. We call him Little Randy. We call Randy Sorgel Big Randy. We call Randy Potter Little Randy. I don't think he likes that. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing a story on houseplants, and I was really amazed at what they had there. You know, there's, there's traditional plants that are always going to be houseplants because they are so tough, but what they have there are new cultivars with different shapes, different textures, different colors. And I think color is the big thing. <laughs> you know, there there were just, you think houseplants just, you think green. But that's not the way it is anymore. I mean, there's there's uh, reds and chartreuses and just, just a wide variety. Uh, the story is going to run Wednesday. For the Green Voice, I'll post it at DougOster.com. Uh, I'm very excited. Later on today, we have uh, a very special guest, my friend Jordan Molino 
from Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens. She designs most of the seasonal shows there, uh, even though Phipps is closed right now. She'll tell us how we can support the conservatory by watching the virtual tour of the Winter Flower Show, Home for the Holidays. I'm looking forward to talking to her about how she puts those shows together, uh, what this virtual tour is. Uh, We've worked together for a long time, and uh, I'm just so glad to have her on the show. I got everything, all my bulbs planted the day before the big snow came. (laughs) I had about, I would guess, 400, maybe a little bit more, but mostly small bulbs and I, I knew I was under the gun I knew I had to get them in before the snow came uh, even if you know even if we do get a thaw here which we should if you if you have some bulbs at home and you didn't get them in the ground you can still do that the ground isn't frozen solid and some I found some weird stuff again you know at the end of the season what I do is I go to the nurseries and this time it was Han nursery and I just said you know would you sell me whatever you got left because no one else is probably going to plant it and I got some cool things, uh, lots of white daffodils, which I just I put those all together, and then in the same bed I put uh, these white grape hyacinths. So first, and I don't know how this will work. We'll see. Uh, it's always a happy accident in my garden because first the daffodils, the white daffodils will come up. Then after that, the hyacinths. I also put in some white uh, species tulips, and the species tulip is a smaller tulip. It's not that big giant, uh, excuse me, hybrid that we know. And species tulips are more perennial than than the the bigger tulips and uh, less prone to deer damage. But again, I've got those planted inside the vegetable garden, fenced-in vegetable garden, just so that the deer can't get to them. I put some crocuses in. And then one uh, thing I've never seen before, it's a type of corydalus. And I talk about corydalus a lot, but it's the corydalus lutea, which is that a perennial, it starts blooming in April, it bloomed all the way until it got buried in snow. But this corydalus is different. It's called Beth Evans. And again, I'd never heard of it before, and I got, seriously, 130 bulbs of it, and I, I started looking around online, and I, I found a lot of information about this. It, it just it comes up in the spring, and it's these beautiful red flowers, uh, and then it just it disappears. It goes dormant for the summer. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that all, all turns out. After the snow, though, <laughs> uh, for a video, I dug under 10 inches of that snow and harvested something, again, new that I hadn't grown before, and it's called the China Rose winter radish and it is a huge radish it's a radish the size of a potato uh, and i've got pictures uh, excuse me i got pictures on um, on facebook of it and it's it's big but it's really tender and uh crisp and but not too spicy oh it was really really fun to to harvest it and and you we've been using it this weekend playing around with it but it's a, a type of it's an old-fashioned heirloom radish, uh, big giant radish, uh, specifically bred so that you plant it at the end of the summer and then harvest right right now. And so I'm just so enamored with it, and it's so beautiful and so big that uh, I'm definitely going to, going to plant it next year. I, you know, I, I've had the seeds for quite a while, uh, seasons, you know, and I just, I, you know, it's always crazy and I forget to plant them in, in, in August. And I thought I planted them too early because it was, 
it got awful hot when after I planted them. I and mean, radishes in general just love cool weather, but these just did great. And you can, like I said, see that picture on my Facebook page and other social media. You know, if you've got a garden question, you can't get through. You don't want to call. You don't want to be on the radio. Just go to DougOster.com. I answer every question I get, and I'll be answering them right after the show uh, until CBS Sunday morning starts. <laughs> That's my tradition. Mrs. Know-It-All will be here later to teach us all about navigating seed catalogs. It is time to order uh, because if it's anything like last season, they're going to sell out of, of your favorite stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what her favorite catalogs are, too. Uh, and real quick, the last-minute idea for gardeners is one that is not a great gift, but it is a fantastic gift. So how could it be great and not great and fantastic? Because it's a, uh, a gift certificate. Uh, you know, gardeners, we are very specific about what we want to plant uh, and and where it should go. Uh, that gift certificate to like your local garden center is is one of the best things that you can give a gardener because in, in my case with a, a case like a cheapskate like me I'll take that and I'll I'll buy something that I wouldn't normally buy and that's what makes it such a fantastic gift. All right, Rob. All right, listen, congratulations to Leanne of Natrona Heights, the winner of that seasonal $100 gift certificate from Sorgles. We're going to take a short break. Doug's got a lot of good things coming up. If you want to talk to him about gardening, you know what you need to do. 866-391-1020. Doug Oster, the Organic Gardener, back on Rob Pratt Sunday News Radio KDK in just a couple of moments. Good morning. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time for a special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, to introduce that guest for the holiday season, Mr. Doug Oster. Doug? I am so excited that Jordan Molino, Associate Director of, of Exhibits at Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens, is joining us. She is a good friend. We go way back, I think, gosh, how many years, Jordan? I don't know, but started somewhere with the Tomato and Garlic Festival, and we've been working together for, it seems, forever. I think we're going on 12 years, Doug. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what you do there at Phipps. Uh, First off, uh, the Winter Flower Show, I feel so lucky that I was able to see it. We can't see it right now, but there is a way people can help support Phipps by getting a virtual viewing of the show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's a really great way to view the show from the comfort of your home. Um, We have a virtual video tour. Um, and it's available through our website, sips.conservatory.org. It is about 25 minutes long, and you can choose whether you want to just watch the video tour set to music, or you can listen to 25 minutes of yours truly commenting over over the video. I want 25 minutes of Jordan because <laughs> I learned so much from Jordan. I've been talking about one specific plant in that show, and I've got a lot about that show I want to talk about, but you always put something in that show that infatuates me and this year it's the Jador Pink poinsettia plus lots of other stuff but for some reason I'm fixated on that plant how do you how do you discover a plant like that one that most of us have never seen before yeah that variety is spectacular just beautiful bright pink bracts um, with a you know a white margin and it just really stands out um, there's, there's two wholesale uh, poinsettia growers that we uh, purchase cuttings from, and so I'm always looking for what's new on the market this year. 
Um, Jador has been a very recent um, uh, hybrid poinsettia. And so you get these like really unusual colors, like bright whites, hot pinks um, in this in this hybrid variety. One of the other things that I love about your style is oftentimes you can incorporate whimsy into into the show. Uh, you know, this is a this is a traditional holiday show, but the use of succulents uh, in the sunken garden. Uh, I, I posted some pictures on, on Facebook yesterday. A chair made of succulents, a clock with succulents. Where where does that come from in your brain? <laughs> <laughs> well, to go with the theme, home for the holidays, um, our sunken garden is meant to feel more like a cozy living room. Um, you know, lots of, of uh, warm colors and textures. Um, but to really drive home that idea, um, we upcycled some uh, vintage furniture. So we were able to find a couple of armchairs that were um, very much in need of being, uh, you know, needing some TLC. So we re- we were able to remove the cushions. Um, and then in place of the cushions, we build up a um, basically a, 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 a metal frame, almost like a chicken wire frame that we could then stuff with sphagnum moss. And then that becomes plantable. Um, so then it's just up to the imagination to to determine the colors and the patterns to to create more of a, a fabric pattern. Well, I just I just love it. Talk a, a little bit about putting the show together, how long it takes and and a little bit about the process of of actually doing uh, one of these shows. Yeah, it's about a year-long process. So I'm actually uh, in the middle of designing next year's Winter Flower Show. Um, so, so I pitch a couple of themes to our bigger planning committee um, internally, um, and we determine which, which show has the biggest wow factors for our visitors, what might uh, provide that, oh, my gosh, wow factor when you walk into the Palm Court or when you walk into our Victoria Pond and see you know, a giant carousel in the middle of the pond. Um, so we're always looking for what will dazzle and, and wow. Um, and then from there, I create more of a concept design. These are the bigger ideas, um, you know, creating those succulent chairs and the clocks. And then from there, creating a final design, which includes planting quantities, plant varieties. Um, again, always looking for those new varieties to showcase to our visitors. Um, and then the show itself takes about two and a half weeks to install it's very, it's a very detailed process. Um, we have a day-to-day schedule of everything we need to get done inside the conservatory. Um, and of course, for our winter show, we're going above and beyond with the decorations on our uh, winter trees, um, fabric, and lights overhead. So there's all these extra layers and added elements. Um, so it, it's a very busy two and a half weeks to, to put together the show. <laughs> Uh, so let's go back to the spring show. You spend a year designing and getting ready to install. You put a show in in the spring, and then all of a sudden, we can't come see it. And oh, I know. We we were right in the middle of installing that spring show. You know, we're almost to the finish line, um, and and such a heartbreaking feeling, uh, certainly, um, to not be able to share that with our visitors. Um, but luckily for our winter show, we were able to capture the whole show on video and at least provide that tour uh, for our visitors at home. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. I, I think it's so awesome to have 
a record of the show because as I get to see your shows, I you know, you fall in love with them. They're ephemeral. That's just the way it is. Uh, but in my mind, I, you know, I've got these shows stacked up in my brain. I'm, I'm excited that I can actually go back now and, and see the winter show. And, you know, now that they've, you've made that virtual tour, it will be around for a long time. Do you, do you get any kind of feeling of like, oh, I'm sorry, the show's over, or is it just that's just the way it is as you move on to each show? Um, that's just the way it is. You know, we, I'm always planning a year ahead, so there's always something to look forward to. Um, and I think, just like you said, it's ephemeral. It's it's meant to be just a short-lived uh, moment of creativity and color and, you know, everything that we put into it. And then it's nice to put something new and fresh in. So um, after our winter show will be our Orchid and Tropical Bones Eye show. Um, oh, that's wait. always just like a, a, a burst of color um, and just a really welcome uh, show after after the season. So, all right, Jordan. Um, Jordan, real real quick, tell us how we can see that video again. Uh, go online, phipps.conservatory.org, and it's right on our front page. Um, you can purchase the video to to own for nine ninety nine, or you can rent it for a twenty four hour period for four ninety nine. And again, you've got the option to uh, just watch it to music. Or you can listen to me uh, discuss the show for 25 minutes. So, All right, Jordan, season. thank you so much for getting up early. And listen to Jordan when you get that show. Ah, uh, yes, he is. We'll get to your calls in a moment. We have some lines available, 866-391-1020. Tenth caller at 412-922-1020 wins a $25 gift certificate from Janowski's. Hey, before we get to Doug, I want to remind you, help KDK Radio select Pittsburgh's all-time favorite holiday movie. Log on to the homepage, kdkradio.com, and click on the bracket and vote for your favorite holiday movies. We'll announce Pittsburgh's all-time favorite movies on the morning of Christmas Eve. Go to kdkradio.com and vote today. All right, up now, it's Rich in Crafton for Doug Oster. Good morning, Rich. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey, Doug, you reminded me of my dad with his burpee seat catalogs all over the dining room table picking stuff to, to select for the following year. Two things, Doug. Have you ever tried candy corn? I have not. Have it's you a smaller, you like white it? and yellow corn, but it is so sweet. My dad used to get... All kinds of stuff, and that's the only thing he would grow later in his years was the candy corn. I suggest you look that up and try that. What color the is next it? Thing, it's like a white and yellow mix, but they're smaller ears, but they're so sweet. And uh, you get a lot of ears off the uh, off each stock, but uh, they're they're only like maybe three, four inches long, real small ears, but it is so sweet. And the, the corn, when you plant it, looks like it's a pinkish color. Wow. So I would suggest checking that out. Have you ever gone to the Agway behind uh, Portman's Farm on Washington Pike? I used to have to get onion sets and the starter potatoes for my dad there. I don't know if you knew that was back there. There's an Agway. Yeah, not there. that specific Agway, but I do uh, spend time getting things at different Agways around the area. Okay. Thanks for your call. Well, check out the check out the candy corn. You. I'm definitely, I can tell you, he'll check out the candy corn. So if I would look out at a fresh blanket of snow, is there still something growing as we speak? Well, it's funny that uh, while we're in the break, I was uh, just <clears throat> looking through my Instagram feed, and lots of people are telling me after, you know, I talked about pulling that big giant radish out of 10 inches of snow. Yeah, that under that, that 
snow is actually a great insulator, believe it or not. So things like parsley and radishes, uh, kale, things like that, they're all out there, uh, you know, in my case, uh, under plastic, then the uh, snow, except for the radishes, actually. Those were just uh, – that video, you're going to like that video because all you see is like a lump. And I said, I think – I think the radishes are here, and I start digging underneath, and there they are. And so, yeah, uh, actually, for, from a gardening standpoint, a thick layer of snow is always a good uh, a good thing because it is a great insulator. Uh, if there aren't any other callers, Rob, I want to talk real quick about uh, house plants, uh, caring for your house plants at home. You know, it, it's it's uh, it's not the time to fertilize. We don't fertilize our house plants until we get later into the season. Uh, end of February, early March at the soonest, at the earliest. Uh, and this is a good time, though, to, to take stock of how your plants are doing. Uh, be sure you're not overwatering. Uh, but I like to take them all into the, the bathtub, turn that shower on, and just flush them all out, uh, and then let them dry out. Clean off those leaves uh, you know, there's dust on those leaves that are stopping them from doing their thing, photosynthesis. And so uh, what else are you going to be doing? <laughs> uh, part of that video, too, uh, where I picked the radishes, we talk a lot about microgreens, and I've talked about microgreens the last couple weeks. Just the easiest thing to grow. If you've got a packet of radish seeds or broccoli or sunflowers or beans or peas, whatever it might be, you just sprinkle them on a, a moist planting mix, whatever it is. Uh, in the video, I'm using pit moss because I love that stuff. But just uh, as soon as they sprout, that's what you're eating. That's the microgreen. Uh, it's just it's fun to have something going on the windowsill uh, year-round. And speaking of that, another thing that you could be growing on that windowsill are herbs. You know, go to one of these local nurseries uh, and pick up some some parsley or parsley sage, thyme, oregano, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Mint, anything like that will 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 do great on the windowsill uh, that you can pick. Oh, rosemary, you know, I did a piece on Pittsburgh Today Live about holiday plants, and uh, at Han Nursery, and I'm sure at other places too, they've got rosemary trimmed to look like a Christmas tree, and that's I just I love having those on the windowsill because as they as they put on new growth, it's just kind of there's not enough light for it really to do its thing. It's kind of leggy, but you just kind of trim those off, use them in the kitchen, and you keep that form of the holiday tree, Christmas tree, uh, in, in the, the the rosemary. But herbs are a great thing to grow on the window. So, again, they're not going to thrive. They're not going to explode, but they're going to survive, and you're going to be able to use them as a fresh ingredient uh, in the kitchen, Rob. All right, sounds good. Let's get a break in here. When we come back on the other side, we're going to be joined by Mrs. Know-It-All. Radio.com is your home for the holidays with over 20 free stations playing Christmas music all day long. There are a variety of stations, whether you like the classics or holiday hits from today's artists. Tune to Christmas classics for traditional favorites that stand the test of time. Start listening at Radio.com slash holiday or the Radio.com app. Holiday main menu favorites coming up on the Coons Cooking Hour with Joe and Frank then TC and me. And then uh, Hugh O'Neill, our producer, will be manning the controls, and it'll be Heffron Tillotson's Your Money and You, Jim Meredith today, and Tyler Villano. Two hours of great information, the morning commentary to begin hour number one. Jamie Meredith with the Ask the Advisor segment to start hour 
hour number two, but the entire two hours, the majority of it dedicated to your phone calls to help you build a stronger financial portfolio from the folks at the home of the master plan, Heffern Tillotson. And then we kick it into high gear on the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show. We'll talk about Green Bay's big win yesterday against Carolina. And how about those Buffalo Bills with their win against Denver? They claim their first AFC Eastern Championship since 1995. And for those of us who are fans of that franchise, and of course, Western Pennsylvania native Bill Kelly, the late owner, Ralph Wilson, that is a great day for those of us who love professional football. Now, Sunday night football, you have got the Giants hosting Cleveland. They are a six and a half point favored, meaning Cleveland. Then tomorrow night, of course, the Steelers. And that line has gone from 13, 13 and a half, 14, and now it's 14 and a half in favor of the Steelers who need to make a big statement tomorrow night at Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. So we have a lot to get to today on the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show and that second hour always dedicated to us picking our weekly winners against the spread. Walk the line, Ted Arno, Greg Diolis, Big Ben Kaminos is off today, Hugh O'Neill producing. So that show is from 11 to 1. We've got much more with Doug, including Mrs. Know-It-All for this Sunday, the last before the big Christmas holiday, when we get back with more of Rob Pratt Sunday and the organic gardener, DougOster.com. And, of course, this is News Radio KDKA. Good morning. Yes, he is. Our final segment. We've got about six minutes left in the broadcast, and it's dedicated to you-know-who. Doug? It's Mrs. Know-It-All. That's horticulturalist Denise Schreiber. And before we start talking seed catalogs, Mrs. Know-It-All, what is your favorite holiday movie? White Christmas. All right. Uh, absolutely. So, my, it, it isn't Christmas until I see White Christmas. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about seed catalogs. Okay, well, you know, we're, they're starting to come in the mail and provide our winter reading, which we're certainly going to need this year. So, you know, if you buy a lot of seeds through catalogs, you see all these wonderful descriptions of how beautiful it is and this and that. But there's some key words you need to look at while you're reading these. So when a plant says it's vigorous, it means that it's going to take off into the next century and you will never find your landscape again. <laughs> I've so seen this apple where it says vigorous. Are there any other keywords like that that we should look for? Well, or readily recedes which means yeah. you also have that plant forever. A good example is Love in a Mist nigella, which is a wonderful plant, and it makes a nice dried uh, flower, too. But the seed pods open very easily, and it's tiny little seeds, and it scatters everywhere. So you will always have it. Uh, so my suggestion is plant it where you don't care that you will have it forever if you can have spare that space. And then, you know, there's some that uh, when you get these catalogs, you know, they'll have a picture of the flower. It's a close-up. And that usually means the plant itself is a dog, and you probably don't <laughs> want it in your garden. On the other hand, you may. But do your research before you purchase the seeds. And then when you get to – when you're reading the seed count and everything, you need to determine if that plant is right for your climate. So not just us, but anywhere. So it'll say 10 to 15 days germination period. And you start the seed in February. Well, then it says whether it's a fruit or a vegetable or a flower, you know, whether it's for, you know, a mark, you know, for harvesting the flowers and everything, it'll say maybe 88 days to it. 
So you take that 10 to 15 days and add that on to the 15 uh, weeks that you'll have it, and that will tell you how long you actually will have this plant. And our growing season is usually from mid-May to, well, this year it was till really almost the beginning of November, but we're never that yeah. lucky. And that'll give you uh, the idea whether it'll uh, grow here or not, or you'll get it to see flower or you'll get the fruit. How about, like, new introductions? Uh, I see a lot of new introductions, and you never really know if they're going to do what the catalog says it's going to do. If you're going to buy a new introduction, buy the smallest amount of seed that you can. Sometimes you can buy them by seed count. Sometimes you can buy them by ounce. So if that's what you want to do, try and buy the smallest one and try it out. I always encourage people to try at least one new thing every year. But if they really want to be safe and try something new, look at the All-America Selections winners for each year. I'm one of their trial judges, actually. I don't do the vegetables. Uh, I do their vegetative ones. But there are some great plants, and I know one of your favorites is uh, Bright Light Switch. Bleh, Bright Light Switch Chard, and that is actually an All-America Selections winner. And you know, anytime, anytime I see that AAS, All-America Selection, it, it's been I, grown I'm all over the country. I, I won't have tested. any problem growing it. Absolutely. You know, so Are you ordering a lot of something stuff from new? Seed? Are you ordering a lot of stuff from seed or, or not so much? Uh, I am ordering a lot from seed, but a couple things that I never really order from seed is lavender and rosemary because the germination rate is really low, and they what they say on the packet is it's actually been overpacked because the germination is so low. So I would rather spend my money buying the plants in that case. But something like tomato seeds, oh, absolutely, I buy seed every year. And I do anything, save some, too. Anything new yet that you have in mind or not? Well, not yet. I'm still going through the catalogs. And one of my favorite companies actually uh, went out of business this year, so now I'm kind of scrambling to look for it. I always grow one called uh, Monster Jalapeno, and uh, it's, it's, it's huge. And very prolific. I was giving away bags of jalapenos wow. last summer. Bags. All right, Mrs. Know-It-All. Great information as always. Rob, how much time do we have left? 30 seconds, Mr. Oster. 30 seconds. All right. Hey, if you didn't get through, I already saw some questions coming in. Uh, just go to DougOster.com. I'll be answering questions after the show here for about an hour. Uh, if you've got them, you just click on the contact button. And, Rob, have a great holiday. And all of you out there, same. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. All right, Doug, you too, and same to the family. Stay with us because Boris is minutes away with that 8 a.m. local and live news radio KDK news update. And then Joe and Frank Dentisi will be here. Ladies and gentlemen, time for holiday main course menu ideas. Rob Pratt Sunday, news radio KDKA. Good morning.